Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome to Still Got Legs, a Doctor Who Rewatch podcast brought to you by another Happy Studios. This week, the clock is ticking. The sweat is dripping because this is 42. Hello, everyone. Welcome <laughs> to Still Got Legs, the only Doctor Who podcast in the world. Um, my name is Nathan. As always, I'm joined by my co-host. His name is Lawrence Thomas Heisey. He's from the planet Gallifrey, and he is a... <laughs> okay. All pretense of this being a family-friendly show is out the window. Well, you can bleep that. You can bleep that. You can bleep that, and you will bleep that. I'll tell you what. I'll give you this. He is... Thank you. You're welcome. Cut. All the all the work <laughs> is done for me. Lovely stuff. Yeah. Hello, Nathan. How the devil are you? I tell you what, Lawrence. I just spent an hour and a half talking with you about a movie, so you already know how I am. It's yeah, but tired. you know, a bit of a bit of a bit of freshness for this show is what I was thinking. Lawrence, I'm in Greece right now. Okay. Oh, oh wow. wait, no, I'm not actually. Am I? Yeah, you will be for this one. This is this is next Monday. Oh, yes, yes. So I'm in Greece right now. Yeah. I'm off my face on mojitos and um, euros as we speak. <laughs> and what? What was the second euros. one? Euros. What's that one? Is it what you would call, because you're unsophisticated, gyros mm. or gyros or whatever you call it? I have no idea what any of this means. It's a Greek dish, Lawrence. What does it consist of? Usually chicken or pork in a pizza uh, with some chips, halloumi. You're sure you have seen nice. this dish? I've never. I, I mean, I've probably seen it. I You've did never not, come I across familiar. a gyros. I wasn't familiar with the name. Or what you say? It starts to sound like a fake word. <laughs> it, it's it's officially pronounced gyros, but oh, yeah. it's spelled G Y R O S. Gross. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> forty-two, Nathan. I'm in Greece, Lawrence. I don't have time for forty-two. Okay. Oh, my apologies. I'm on holiday. I've interrupted my holiday so I can record this episode with you. 
that's not true. Yes, <laughs> it is. Oh, wait, hang on. The rule of improv is yes and. Um, yeah. Uh, wow, Nathan. Uh, how is it over in Greece? Are you having gyros? So this episode of <laughs> Doctor Who is uh, season three, episode seven, 42, written by Chris Chibnall, a name which strikes fear into the heart of some Doctor Who fans and directed by Graham Harper. Lawrence, you hate this episode. Why? I don't love it. <laughs> it's not... uh, all right. You, I've started doing this thing now where I write my overall thoughts to bring us in. Would you like to hear that? Uh, Lawrence, I would fucking love to hear that. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for the oh, warm sorry. reception. Hold on. Sorry. Lawrence, I would love to hear that. No, we don't bleep fuck. We never bleep fuck. <laughs> Nathan, my overall thoughts, a slasher episode in a confined space that somehow manages to be utterly tensionless and boring. The episode uses a countdown, which is just shy of the real runtime. It should work, but it's so fucking dull. <laughs> Nathan, regale me with your overall thoughts. <clears throat> this may surprise you, because it surprised me. Okay. Banger. You're mad. You're mad. Banger. I had a great time with this episode. A surprise banger. Wow. Is this the first time we've been on opposite ends? Well, you loved Love and Monsters. No, that's not true. <laughs> that's not true at all. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> I liked School Reunion more than you did, but I that's don't think true. you hated it. Ah, I wasn't, I wasn't thrilled about it, but... <laughs> It's there. It's fine. <laughs> it's it's. Uh, I don't know if it's fine, but but you are. You're like this is this isn't just like fine. This is banger. This is great. This is a lot of good fun. Oh, I don't know. I think I think there's an argument to be made. The last ten minutes is from a good episode. Wrong. The whole forty-two minutes. That that well, forty-five technically. Yeah, but it's forty-five. It is. Um, Glad some right. wrap-up time. Should we see if we can make this episode forty-two minutes? No, I'm up for it. I'm up for. I'm up for a shorter one. I'm than also up for a shorter one. I think we can do it. I think in the spirit, we can do it. We have. Oh, to, I'm going to have to try this in. Like, I'm going to have to like cut <clears throat> this in a way as well. Should I set a timer? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I can see on the thing. I yeah, can, but I've I'm got gonna, my recording. But the timer counting this down. Oh, okay. Um, what? So from this point, it's 42. Hold on. Well, no, we've been going for what five minutes. Uh, well, yeah, give or take about six. Once I cut out some beginning faff of the recording, yeah. Well, I'm at six now, so what is it? I'm just going to start. It's 42 minutes and counting, okay? Okay, right. 42 from this moment on. 42 from this moment on. Okay, Lawrence, you hated this episode. I did. Uh, but before we get to that, the Doctor is scanning a Motorola flip phone, which gives it ultimate signal in time and space. This is something we saw with Rose's phone in season one but this has now been changed. It used to be that you had to put a new battery into your phone, but now it's just the Sonic. Now it's just a little Sonic of the phone. Did it a new, was it a new battery? Yeah, yeah, he gave her a new battery, like threw it, and Rose swapped it out, and then was like, whoa, I've got all these bars. Well, to be fair, that was probably when you could change the battery on a phone. You could change Motorola batteries. Could you? Definitely. Yeah, yeah, I remember doing it. iPhone was like, the, the, the first big thing was of iPhone was like, there's no battery, you can't get to it. Can you change, <laughs> well, there is a battery. Can you yeah. <laughs> can, can you change a razor's battery though? Because they were quite thin, weren't they? What were the rate? I don't even remember a razor. The razor's the one that everyone wanted. It's like the nostalgia phone that you see. Oh, the flip thin yes, one. Yes, that's that's what Martha has. Yeah. I I think that they had a chunky bottom. I think they had a chunky bottom, much like your. Like a... 
What? What? I'm just catching straight. That was straight. so out of pocket and out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, well, you called me a naughty word at the beginning. Of yeah, the apologize now. <laughs> All right, I'm very sorry, and I'm very sorry to Nathan's mum. Yes. You saw the easy win. I have That's to take outrageous. It. <laughs> I, no, I want you to send her a text after this and apologize. <laughs> no, no disrespect to Nathan's mum, who is a lovely woman, um, and I am very sorry. Um, yeah, no, I do think they have like the the end bit is a bit blocky, isn't it? I think that's where the battery's kept. It slides in and out. I think we're spending far too long talking about this. <laughs> we are. We got forty two <laughs> minutes. Um, but yeah. Um, that's. I just wanted to say that that was a nice. I don't know if the show forgot they did that already. What do you mean? I don't know. I don't know what I mean. <laughs> Great, thanks. <laughs> Sick. What do you mean the show forgot they did that? Well, like it was a different way they did it. Now it's the Sonic. You t- the Sonic could have just done Rose's phone. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But... Look, we are. We talk about suits, and I'm trying to bring a little bit of extra <laughs> to it. I. I don't think there's anything wrong with just having the Sonic do it. It's easier. It's quicker. Why not? No, the Sonic does everything, though. It make... <laughs> Why Sick of the you... fucking Sonic. But not this episode, though. Sonic's out of action. Oh, it gets nerfed so quick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So let, let it have its day in the sun and fix a phone. Is it really that fucking immersion break-in that the Sonic <laughs> fucking can let you make a phone call or whatever? No, I guess not. <laughs> okay. It's, f- it's fine. I will forgive it. The TARDIS also gets taken off the board fairly ASAP as well. So right, mm-hmm. so they let, let's 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 get into it. They land. Um, mm. the, does the TARDIS like get drawn to a signal? How did that come about? It was a distress call. Ten started rationally flying about the TARDIS. Re- sorry, recklessly flying about the TARDIS. He did that thing which I quite enjoy when he puts his foot up on the console. You see those beautiful <laughs> burgundy boots uh, yeah, as he as he fly through time and space in his crisp, beautiful blue suit. Uh, we've got back, no time to bite on it. We're this back, week, Lawrence. We can, we can, look, we can't fly through everything. The episode will be 10 minutes long, okay? We have to talk about some stuff. It's true, it's true. Um, I, I, right, I feel like we've, we've put enough time in on the show to the Burgundy. No, never, never, this is our thing, okay? It's never enough, okay? Because it's a little bit different this time. He's got no tie. It's the open shirt combo. He's got a little T-shirt underneath it. I will say, last week you asked me if I was warming to it. Yes. Had you asked me that question this week, my answer would be, all right, fine, it looks all right. Yes! It looks, it looks okay. I like the looks, open collar shirt vibe. It looks superior, is what it looks. I'm not there yet. All right, well, give it time. You will be. But I've put the yet in. That's a bit of sizzle. It's it's good. It's a good suit, Lawrence. It's a good look in the episode. I will say that. It's a, it's a good look all around. In this episode so far, I think it's good. Okay. I don't like all these stipulations you're putting in, but... <laughs> it's one stipulation <laughs> that you just keep ignoring. <laughs> one too many, if you ask um, me. So the, the TARDIS, it, it lands, um, and they, they, they fly out the TARDIS straight away, and they're, like, suddenly in a hot and sweaty spaceship. Do you know, um, throughout this entire episode, um, I, all I had in my mind, because I remember specifically watching The Confidential, and they talked quite a length about filming this episode... It was fucking freezing. Really? Absolute deathly cold. Like, because they was just in some, like, industrial basement somewhere. There was no heating whatsoever. They was absolutely freezing the entire time. So, like, they keep had to, like, put, like, fake sweat on them and stuff, and it dried up very quickly. <laughs> but they just keep kept having to reapply it and just act hot, I guess. Which, they, they do a good job, but all throughout the episode, I was just like... They're so cold right now, bless them. 
I would have never have guessed that ever. Yeah. Well, that, you that, wouldn't, yeah, because the show it goes to good lengths to make you think the exact opposite, really. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it's literally couldn't be a sweatier. I think it's perhaps the sweatiest they've been. It, they look so gross. They do. <laughs> Everyone looks so grim and just dirty and greasy. G- greasy, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Icky. Yes. Not great. Uh, and speaking of, the engines went dead a few minutes ago. Yes. And now they have specifically 42 minutes until the ship hurls into the sun, much like the movie Sunshine, James's favourite movie, James uh, of Mr. Sunday Movies, who spoke about it with us on our podcast, Another Happy Pod. Uh, it's the 100th episode. We'll link it in the bio below. Go and check it out. It's a good listen. And then maybe listen to the other podcast episodes we have too. Yeah, it's great. Launch it out of time for those 42 minutes. Oh, yeah, 42 minutes, 42 minutes. Um, but I, I think that's fun and interesting, a good premise. Like... If we've got a fucking show that's a 45-minute runtime, fuck it, let's do it. Let's fucking have an episode set in real time and, and see what happens. I think that's I think that's fun, frankly. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I think I think you're absolutely right. The concept itself is very fun. The execution yeah. sucks ass. What? <laughs> what? Why? Because it's utterly fucking tensionless. It's like... There's, there's, it's revealed that there is, like, a slasher-esque type villain. yeah. And then, like, characters that I have not known about, like, characters that I've... I've the only development they've had is the, the the captain being like, go and look at the engine, and they go, yes, boss. And they walk off, and then they die. I don't care. No, I don't care that do they're I. dying. Neither do I, but that's not where the good stuff from the episode comes from. What, most of the episode? <laughs> no, that's not most of the episode. There are highlights, I will say that. There are some good points of the episode, but overall... I am not in a rush to put this one back on again at all. I really enjoyed it. I had a really good time watching this. I thought it was a really good, tight story. I I enjoyed the premise that they that they set up. And in terms of performances, I think we get some of the best. We do get some good performances. I will say that. Well, I think ten fucking David Tennant brings this fucking a game. He is on top form in this episode specifically. He is, and I would say that's something that I'm not to really verbatim. There's one of my notes that says something along mm. the lines of like. Ten's performance in this saves the entire episode for me. Like we're gonna fight. We're not gonna fight. You, gonna you're fight. willing to go to war over forty-two, are you? <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is the one that will get you irate. Is it? I just don't like when you use very over-the-top negative language. I don't like it either. But this, I genuinely, this was not a fun watch. But do you have to be mean about it? No, I'm not being mean about it, but they, I can say it sucked because it did suck a bit. Like, there are high highs and low lows of this show. Why did frequently it suck tell me, tell me why it sucked for you then. I just found that, like, it's... There's... For a setup that is so filled with potential, like, a yeah. real... Not a real time, but, like, as close to doc, as close to real time as a Doctor Who story can be. Yeah. With, like, a ticking clock countdown. Kind of is real time. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, bar a few minutes here and there or whatever. Yeah, but, like, but whatever. Yeah, um, it's such an interesting setup with so much potential that it's just like the slasher deaths are like nothing. The The message of the thing is like so it's like delivered in such a way that like David Tennant says two lines of dialogue about it. And then there's like nothing else in the episode that is like saying anything of interest about it. Does it Martha's, need to? No, but then like don't half measure it like. But it's Make not. it about that, or just don't have it about the thing. Just but, have it be like... Remember when they went to another planet one time and Satan was there? That wasn't about much. That was just... I don't think this is about anything. 
this is absolutely about like don't waste Earth's natural resources and all of that stuff. They said it. Not the even, Doctor was like, humans, they just rip anything out and bloody use it and. Uh, yeah, just because like he he references something that happens doesn't mean the whole episode's about that. But the whole episode is about that. It's about the sun being cross. It was exploited for fuel. Yeah, that is the whole <laughs> yeah. episode. But like, it, but that's my point. Like, it, it's not it's not Chris Chibnall saying don't exploit the sun for fuel because that's impossible. <laughs> first of all, <laughs> no. But like natural resources in a broader sense is not impossible. Oil, fucking fracking, all that stuff. Yeah, but then why wouldn't he do an episode on fucking oil and fracking? Like, this is so far removed from that, the point's not there. So I don't think that's the point at all. I think it is the point, but that's fine. (laughs) I I think you've got too caught up on that. Maybe maybe I have. But all right, but then even so, like it's a, it's it's like a, it's using this is the first one in a while to like pull out the horror stings. Like there's a few. Moments mm. where like a door shuts and there's like a there's it's a dun and there's a there's a guy in his mask, and it's just like it just falls flat like there's not an element of it that feels creepy like it just I don't know there's something I like I said the potential is so there but there's just there's a moment where like it's 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 almost like it's trying to like there's like a parody of like a like a scream esque thing where like the one goes like do this do that he just orders me around god I wish someone would just kill me. And then the things there, and I'm like, it didn't that, was, that. that wasn't no, funny no one, or cool. No one said that. All right, now you're the... just making stuff up. That is not true. I will find. I wrote it down verbatim. I couldn't be bothered to find it because I figured you'd you'd know what I was talking about. I'll go to the tape. Where is the moment? Go to the fucking tape. It's there. No she one says, says I do wish... this, do that. Um, someone should kill me now. Or she says the words "kill me now." Okay. And then it followed immediately by her death. Okay. And it's like it wasn't funny and it wasn't scary. What was it? What was it trying to do? I don't know. Mm. I thought you'd be on board with me on this no, one. I thought you'd I feel, be like, I feel this like is you're, lame. I feel like you're being overly harsh. I, I feel like you're doing that thing when you've decided you don't like it, so <laughs> then everything about it is bad, basically. No, no, no. I, I've and said you'll, that. And you'll go extra harsh on stuff where usually you'd let it slide. I yeah no you're you're probably right, but like because like that that thing like. So what if there's a dumb little homage to Scream or whatever? Is it bad when it's in Scream? It's not a homage to it. I'm just saying it felt no, like not. they were doing a parody-esque type. They tried to pull off a thing like that and missed it, is my saying. Like, okay. Also, I'm not saying like all elements of this is bad. There's some There's some really actually cool moments in this. Like a lot of the 10 being frozen stuff, the the moment where like Martha's like jettisoned out into like the sun and is pretty much surely dead. Like... They're all great, like well-directed moments that are like really interesting. The music in this is really, really good. Towards more so towards like the back end when the problems start getting solved, like as in like narrative problems um, in the plot. There's I don't know. There's just like up until that point, it just falls flat for me. Like none of the characters feel memorable. Like it, the the whole like the Doctor straight away, like the twist of like. The captain knowing what's going on, like it could have been interesting, but like earlier on in the episode, the doctor was like, I hope you've told me everything I need to know. And I'm like, well, obviously she hasn't then. So there's no, it falls flat when she says like, oh, I did actually do something a bit naughty. It's like, oh, well, that could have been cool. But like for the whole episode, I was just like, I don't trust you because obviously you're holding something back. I don't know. Isn't I forgot. Kind of, mo- isn't that kind of the point? Not really. You don't let me in on the twist before the twist happens. Is it a twist? I think it's played as if it's supposed to be a reveal type moment. I don't think so. 
I think the reveal is more that the fucking the reveal is more what it is rather than it happened. I think. Uh, yeah, sure, but like, I don't know. Do I, I feel like from day one we know the captain's done some shady shit. I don't think that's ever. That's mm. not like it's never like. Oh my god, they did some shady shit. It's like yeah, they did some shady shit. All right, well, look, stop me moaning. What do you like about it? Give me some stuff. I um, really like the... Um, I like the vagueness of the whole fucking sun thing. I like that we don't necessarily know quite what's happening here straight away. We're just fucking... Mm. We're, we're thrown into it, basically. We're just fucking thrown into a situation. We're on a strange ship. We've been hurtled towards the sun. We've got 42 minutes to stop it. Right, let's fucking go. TARDIS is out of action. Shit, can't do that. Got to do some fucking pub trivia to open some doors. Great, bit of fun. Okay? I like that then whilst that's going on, we get the mystery of this, like, infection from space. Some weird fucking parasite. The Doctor can't quite figure out what it is, but some weird fucking strange thing that's taken over the crew and then i think like how that eventually manifests manifests itself in this like um kind of like jason not jason um uh michael myers-esque sort of killer like it's just it's just a big fucking guy basically just a fucking big guy yeah, with yeah. a fucking weapon and you can't see his face his face is covered in a mask think i cool design i like that and i think that works well with the kind of horror homages and stuff they they put in there um yeah sure like some of the slasher deaths yeah sure they're not the fucking most creative or imaginative they're not 100 percent like oh wow that was amazing oh that person got their throat cut or whatever that's never gonna happen in doctor who but like no but you can have creative deaths like we've had loads of creative deaths in doctor who that are more interesting than this i know that you've got the I age rating obviously i don't think the dev necessarily needs to be creative like does it need to have the most fucking batshit we i don't know they got fucking put in a fucking space blender or whatever and no then... no 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 I don't, I don't mean like the method of killing because like i'm fine with the whole like reveal the visor and like burn them with the eyes or whatever that is like i'm fine with that but it's just like the nature of like they're always just revealed by like i'm stood behind a door and it's like it, it, i don't know i just feel like it's always just missing that oomph like it doesn't pack the the fanfare or the moment of like, oh shit, there's a thing there. Right. Like other fair Doctor enough. Who episodes have done that. Like fair Blink. It's like, we're... Yeah, fair enough. I don't think that ne negates the whole episode though at all. No, but no, but that's not my only problem with the episode. Okay, fair enough. But for, for me, it wasn't an issue. Like, yeah, sure, I can see what you're saying. I'm not out here going ah like every time. <laughs> but yeah. like, I don't know. I thought it was interesting. I just, I just like the whole fucking. Like Michael Myers-ness of it all, just like a big fucking mm. dude and just like this unstoppable kind of slow-moving killing machine. Like, yeah, no, there's not really much you can do about it. I do I do like that you said that there's a, um, the whole, like, they land and then like straight away the, the, the crew is just like, we've got a whole heap of problems. If you're here, you may as well help. And they're like, yeah. all right, we get to work. I, I like it when they just jump into the plot. Yeah, exactly. I like that. Um, it's interesting. And I, and I like the, the whole fucking... First of all, last week we straight up said um, the oh well that's it we'll never see Martha's mum again until the final episode. Um, <laughs> yeah, immediately wrong, <laughs> immediately proven wrong <laughs> in, in this episode. And so I th I think we get some good character moments when Martha has to contact her mum and that whole scene where she's like trying to figure out like 
you know, was it the Elvis or the Beals? And she's like, all right, let me go to the computer. Oh, I got to plug the mouse in the mouth. I was like, for fuck's sake. Like, we've all been in that situation. Like, you're trying to fucking talk your mum through something. And it's oh, like, and she, like, yeah, she's like, I've got to plug the mouse in. And then Martha's like, what does it say? And she's like, there are over 400,000 results, Martha. And it's like, obviously, you're not meant to read them all. Just give me the, the consensus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there, there, were, there were some good uh, Francine Boomer Um energies in this but also like a bit of a more of like a sinister spin on like you obviously get the sense that like what has developed from last week which was just a guy in an ominous suit being like hey you shouldn't trust that guy is now like full-on harassment and well we don't we don't get to that until later really but like first of Mm. all there's we we kind of get the sense that Francine's just like been festering on this idea of the doctor really and yeah maybe she's had more like fucking saxon based propaganda fed to her and stuff and she's just straight away with marsha marsha with martha she's like (laughs) is he there is he with you the doctor yeah it's like francine love calm down (laughs) he's the good one he's He's a nice time trust me yeah (laughs) the one that you know about the the, the, he's the evil one yeah exactly um yeah yeah it's i like that sort of stuff it's good yeah no i do i do like that um i that was one of the things i i do enjoy the other thing um is the yeah the pub quiz door system yeah that's a lot of fun it's just like it's it's one of them like eye rolling things in doctor who where you're like this is so in, in like insanely ridiculous for no reason it's ridiculous but it's also you can see it happening though like yeah it's a bunch of people on like a fucking on like a what a, a tour which lasts possibly a few years or something, so they all get drunk with each for a thing. Oh, here's what here's what's a good idea. We'll fucking set all the door locks to fucking pub trivia. Why yeah. not? And then and then the crew changes and they're yeah. like, oh fuck, I don't know any <laughs> yeah. of this. Who's this guy and what's his favorite color? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I I do like that the guy is like Elvis or the Beatles. Um, yeah, like who who are they or whatever? That's quite fun. Again, I think Tennant was on top form the moment where he like the they go up to like the the medical base sort of thing, and he's actually being a doctor and fucking diagnosing and helping out with that sort of stuff. Mm. Great performance from him throughout it. He was he was really good, and just some of his lines and like his quick comebacks and stuff, just all really great to be honest. The moment the highlight of the episode for me was the moment where um, Martha got jettisoned in the little mm. space pod, and there's just the the silence of it as Tenny's just staring, just screaming that he'll save her, but knowing there's really not much he can do at that point. Like he's he's kind of fucked, basically. But Yeah. No, I that's that was my highlight of the episode and just as the, well. And Martha just like naively and hopefully tapping on the glass and stuff, being like, Oh, I'm gonna save the doctor's here and then mm. just slowly watching that hope like disappear as she gets yeah. further and further away. It's it's like a great kind of slow moment of them two just kind of slowly realizing like oh this is happening actually like yeah. it's not just the sonic away from me opening this door mm-hmm. um, and then there's like the false hope ripped away when like the the slasher person like starts activating it again yeah um, but no, I like that it's like obviously like also like <laughs> it's it's not it, it it's not a great time uh, for the doctor considering the last person that like he lost also got like dragged away from him as he was like shouting out their name so i li- i like that they like showed it differently like we we got tenant shouting but then it just kind of more focused on what martha was experiencing and we could we didn't hear a thing about what tenant was saying or what ten was shouting obviously he's saying, saying are you saying that's bad 
No, no, I'm saying it's good. I'm oh, saying it's okay. cool. It's like it's a it's a new interesting take. If it was just ten shouting at the camera again, yeah, it could have felt like another like they tried to get us with a re uh, a reimagining of the Rose death kind of thing, or not death, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um. Oh goodness, fourteen minutes left on the episode. Um, scary stuff. All right, let me let me get my last moan out and then right. wrap us wrap us up with a load of good stuff. Um, I think you might be on board with this moan more so than the other. Um, I think that like the handling of Martha in this episode sucks quite a lot. Oh, big disagree. Really? Big disagree. Yeah, I like Martha a lot in this episode. Okay. No, I like I always like the character. I just think the writing is mishandled in this. Like, all right, let me say my stuff and then I'm more than open to hearing good stuff about it. Okay. Um so I just think that like her going along with the door guy. Yeah. Is like a perfect opportunity to show us that she is like an insanely intelligent character. Yeah. But like where it's all like kind of based in trivia, it's more like she she has to keep asking the doctor for help. She cost has to call it. I like the moments where she calls her mum, but like she always has to ask someone else for help. Like there's not really a moment where she like her intelligence comes into play and she gets to figure something else out. Mm. And also like the many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. The thing where she's like floating away into space, like, I know she's not angry at the doctor, but like having her apologize to him about it is weird. I don't know. It just doesn't land. And then like the kiss with the guy at the end, like I get that they shared that horrible experience, but there's just something about it. That was just like, he felt, she felt like he, she was there to like solve his problem. He was like, I found someone I believe in. And it's like, okay. But like, I don't know what that does and why Martha rewarded that with the kiss is, I don't know. It just felt weirdly out of character, but I don't know. What do you, what, what, what do you, what do you big disagree on? All of that. Okay. <laughs> give, give me the reverse. Give me the reverse spin. Okay. Um, so, yes, Martha is a very intelligent person. She's very smart. And if, you know, this, this series of questions that unlocked the door were all questions about the medical profession in 2007, I'm sure she would have been great. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't. I, I I don't know. I don't mind that it's kind of an element that that's new and foreign to Martha, and she does have to to ask for help. I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with asking for help. I don't think that necessarily mm. diminishes her as a character because of it. Um, I I can see the point you're making. Sure, it would have been good if she did have a moment to come up with something herself. I'd agree with that. Just um, like just one door out of like the thirty. <laughs> yeah, maybe, but I don't. 
I'm not fucking losing anything because of it, though. You know, yeah. I, I, I already know that Martha's a very intelligent character. I, I don't need to have that validated every week, really. Um, okay, fair enough. That probably sounds weird. But, like, I, I don't know. I, I just... I it doesn't need to be constantly proven, is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, exactly. Because at that point, then it becomes like, all right, you're doing too much. Like, yeah, I know she's smart. Let just let her be smart. Just don't don't tell me she's smart. Just you know. Yeah, yeah. It's, no, it's I yeah, no, I see what you're saying. That makes sense. It's one um, of those things. What was your next bit? Uh, next thing I said was about the whole like, um, oh, apologizing to the doctor for getting stuck in a space thing and getting jettisoned she apologized to the doctor. I remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was she was floating away, and as she realized that like. As the doctor was becoming like a little blob in the distance, she just said sorry. She just went, I'm sorry, before sitting down. I don't know if that's necessarily apologizing to the doctor. Saying sorry. I the moment I between them two is the doctor and Martha's moment. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I might have misinterpreted it, but that's how I read it anyway. I don't, I don't understand why she necessarily would be saying sorry to the doctor. So I'm, I don't know. Well, that, that's, that is there, yeah, that's, that's pretty weird, but I don't. I wouldn't necessarily have thought that's the case. I don't know. Um yeah um i i think there's a lot of great feral energy from martha in this episode <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. she's very she's immediately like kind of like out of her element a bit and i think she's like kind of pissed off a bit because of that there's like there's all this stuff like with francine on the phone which is like for fuck's sake mom let's just fucking get through this like you don't understand the pressure i'm under like let's fucking do this okay just oh, get like me the, the, the screech of frustration the, yeah no literally and then when she's in the fucking um in the jets in the escape pod and they're going back and forth with that ha, i've got it oh no and now we're getting jettisoned again oh now we got it now again there's just a moment where she just literally goes ah! and just screeches which was very funny <laughs> to me yeah and she's just banging on the glass at the same time and just screaming <laughs> i liked it i liked that feral energy and then there was a moment i think it was towards the captain where she just went you've done enough or something she just had like a good moment of hostility towards them yeah um, again just good feral energy from her now with the guy i see i interpreted it as like martha getting hers basically like what do you mean she doesn't i don't think she's doing what the doctor's doing to her okay basically she doesn't like this guy at all she's not remotely interested in him but he's clearly like interested in her from the get-go and stuff um mm -hmm. and i think she's just kind of maybe enjoying that a little bit enjoying the attention and sure she'll give him a kiss at the end but it doesn't really mean anything she's getting what she wants out of it and then moving on at no point is she showing any interest in him at all really uh, i see i see your point but like is that who martha is Cam, is there anything wrong with that no but can, just... she, can she not get a little kiss if she wants it of course she but stop stop this stop trying to frame me as like i'm no. like martha should be utterly sexless and fucking like i don't think there's anything wrong with that i don't know i don't think there's anything wrong with it i just think it's like it is slightly a departure of characterization from stuff that we have been shown from martha. How? like it just it feels out of, we, like why would seen, she want we've, to we've well we've seen that she likes the doctor we yeah, yeah, yeah. whether we like it or not that is a part of her character yeah. okay and there'll be a but, physical but like, element to that okay yes and, but there's like a sympathetic aspect and component of that where like most people she speaks to about her feelings towards the doctor it's very much like unrequited and that's something that is 
a, a negative for her. So her suddenly being like, I like having this power and I'll bestow that feeling upon someone else. That feels like weirdly spiteful for Martha, no? Not in like a spiteful way. I think mean, it's just kind of enjoying having the attention sort of thing. I don't think she's ever like, ha, you like me, but fuck you. It's more mm. just, oh, you like me. Mm. Like enjoying the attention sort of thing. I feel like we should have a girl on this episode. <laughs> Possibly. It's too late now. We only have 42 <laughs> minutes. We only have seven minutes. Oh, shit. Okay. Are we including Weirdo in that? Sure. <laughs> We've thrown this concept out, haven't we? <laughs> no. We can do it. No. All right. Let's talk about uh, some good but, tech uh, stuff. But, uh, what do you think about that, though? Do you like it? Do you not like it? Uh, it's not that I don't like it. I, I didn't pick that up. I, that I can see where you're coming from and why you would pick it up. Yeah. But, like, I don't, there wasn't a part of me that... Does that mean... No, no, no. As in, like, I'm seeing, like, now that you've explained it, I can see why, like, someone would get that oh, point. okay. I'm not being like, yeah, you would, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, I can see why you'd think that. You <laughs> <Yeah. ever. laughs> no, 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 not, not that at all. I'm, I mean more in the sense of, like, when I was watching it, mm. I just got the opposite. And, like, maybe that's on me. Fair enough. My interpretation could be wrong. Whatever. I don't it, think there's anything wrong with a young woman wanting to have... You, you know, frame this as if I think the opposite. I don't. her sexuality and wanting physical uh, attraction and attention. And I think you have a, you have a talent for making me seem <laughs> sexist when actually I'm arguing that I think this character deserves better. No, writing. you're saying she should be a puritan and fucking <laughs> a sexless. And be like, no, no, no. I'm only for the doctor. Thank you. What? <laughs> That's what you're no, saying. No. <laughs> I beg you, if this is your first episode, go listen to the rest of season three. That is not my opinion on Martha. Well, sounds like it. Fuck's sake. Uh, all right, do you want to do some 10 stuff? Do you want to talk about some some fun 10 shivering acting? Uh, look, it's great acting. I love it when he says burn with me. I love it when he screams. He gets a good opportunity to scream quite mm. a lot in this episode. He's on top form. He's doing a good job. He's he earning that... Um, that fucking um, Lifetime TV award he won in 2015 or whatever. Yeah, was it an NTA thing? It was an NTA, yeah. Yeah. Um, No, he's just, like, he's got inarguable charisma. Like, it's also, it's the moments where, like, it's why a lot of people, we haven't talked about it on this show yet, but it's coming up. Um, Like, it's why a lot of people praise Midnight. The rare moment where you see the Doctor at his weakest is always quite impactful. Yeah. Um, And, like, those moments where, like, people are kind of having an argument above him and the Doctor to himself is just being like, you should have left it alone! Yeah. (laughs) And there's a a part of you that can't quite tell if that's the son speaking through him or whether it's him being like, this fucking hurts! Why did you do this? (laughs) The moment where he was on the fucking... in the scanner thing and he was just telling Martha that he's actually scared, that he's terrified. Yeah, yeah. Bro, so good. Mm, very good. So and I good. like that he, like, also, it's one thing to be like, here you go, Martha, you're a permanent passenger now. But, like, it's another thing to actually trust the companion with the Doctor's life. And and he yeah. does. Yeah, he does 100%. completely give himself to her in that sense. Yeah, definitely. Um, which, is, which is quite cool. Um, Murray Gold is cooking. Right. Is this the first time we've heard the... The 10 action theme. I think it is. I was going to ask you if you knew the title of it. I don't know. Does it not sound like I Am The Doctor a bit? Yeah, I think it does. It's similar to I Am The Doctor, but a little different. I Am The Doctor is... Is that the... Yeah, they are very similar, yeah. Yeah. But like a lot of Murray Gold is quite similar. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's not... It's not. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It always hits the right vibe. 
Um, and it, and here is no kind of they, he cycles through a lot of like soon either soon either recently used or soon to be quite used frequently in season four. I think um, there's some stuff that was um, used in the the Saints Pay episode and stuff. Mm, yeah, like maybe like the the horror stings and stuff, like when you know, oh, you'd see. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the Doppler effect horror sting. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's very good. Um, yeah, he is absolutely um, doing some good stuff. Two minutes, 30 seconds. Orange spacesuit is back. It's good. It's looking crisp. It's different because it comes from the ship and not the TARDIS. So it's officially different. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't have it on the end. So he just it stays there. It's not the same one. So we know that. Uh, question for you. The stasis machine. Do you think it is a repurposed painted red MRI from Smith and Jones? Probably yes. I think it is. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. I, I think if I, I mean it, it's it's coincidence that it looks exactly like an MRI. So you kinda... <laughs> yeah, like whatever. That's fine. Use what you yeah. got. Absolutely fine. Yeah. Um, what else have I got down here? Um, ba 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 ba. Uh, I think the burning eye sound effect is a combination of the sonic screwdriver and regeneration ringing sound effect mixed together uh, okay i don't have enough evidence to dispute that no so. it's fine. I'm just, you, it, i may be extremely wrong just have a little listen or you know whatever it, i thought it, I it was just it a little sizzle like really just huh? a little burning just a little sizzle could be that as well. I could, like yeah. I say, I could be very wrong. It just sounded like an amalgamation of those two sound effects. I think you are wrong. Oh no! I thought you didn't have enough evidence to back it up. <laughs> well, now I do. I'm saying you're wrong. Now who's just deciding something's bad and and telling me they're wrong? Yes. Outrageous. Um, any more things to say about Francine? Um. Oh yes. Yeah. So she's she's got the government on her back. Um. They're they're listening to her phone calls. They're they're taking the phone as well for some reason. That seems weird. Um, yeah, it seems like you're only going to miss evidence yeah, by doing that. Yeah, exactly. You'll get more phone calls. What are you doing? Also, Martha's mum can go buy another phone. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't arrested her. What happens if Martha calls back? Like Someone else is going to answer and be like, Francine's not here right now. Yeah. It's, it's very strange. Anyway, and then they're like, did you vote? She's like, yeah, because it's election day. Yeah, um, that's cool. And then, so actually, the day from Francine's point of view, the day after this is the finale, isn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the when Martha pulls up, and then yeah. everyone starts oh, shooting machine guns. Yeah, that's tomorrow, isn't it? Interesting. Her, yeah. Target identified. Martha Jones. <laughs> Take aim. Take aim. Fire. Who's this woman? Why, why does she have this authority? <laughs> and then also, I like. I, I can't wait for the dash cam fucking footage that that's is in great. that episode going to be a high um, speed pursuit in your <laughs> Vauxhall course. <laughs> oh no. Wait, oh no, how long? That, well, that's it. It was done. Oh fuck, fuck. Oh no. Yes. Okay, we're going to break it. I've said the guy the guy said your Tardis is gone mate. That's lava. Look, we did our best. All right. <laughs> we tried. We tried. <laughs> we tried. Okay. It turns out Nathan at the end of the episode the Tardis is not in fact lava and that was a big lie. What's going on? The the guy the guy says like the doctor's basically like, there's an escape pod through there talking about the TARDIS. And he's like, oh, what, lava? It's gone, mate. Nope, it's completely fine. <laughs> the, and as well as the room it landed in is completely unharmed. I don't know what you're referencing. but What? The TARDIS? The TARDIS that gets nerfed in the first five minutes then is yeah. back without a single scratch or burn. Who's the TARDIS? 
Yeah, but like the room around it is completely. F- oh, I'm nitpicking. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't care. The doctor, you actually saying that? You know I'm nitpicking when I've said the doctor is always giving out TARDIS keys, but the TARDIS is never locked. That's come on. That yeah. is the biggest nitpick ever. That's that's not this episode. That's just the whole show. It's true. I'm just going to say you nitpick as well. Why is it when yeah. I nitpick, I'm not allowed? Because you don't have a segment called Lawrence Nitpicks a Thing. I, I want to. <laughs> I want in on it. You can't. It's only Nathan Nitpicks. I'm sorry. Fine. Um, that you, can is... have, you can have Lawrence loses his mind. I'll take that. That's fine. Yeah. Um, do you want to do Weirdo? Have you got anything else? I want to do something else before I do Weirdo, Lawrence. I want to tell you that some people have tweeted us with their thoughts. Oh, my God, I forget this every week. <laughs> so do I. Um, <laughs> literally, because I forget to tweet out. Um, how, how many... What was the window? Did you give people a time? This was posted at 6.48 p.m. For context, it is now almost midnight. Yes. So... <laughs> need a better, we need a better system here. <laughs> or you need to stop going to Greece, one of the two. No, won't. I'm in Greece now. I'll never stop. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. What are the right. tweets? What's saying? What are people up to? Uh, so Sunflower at Sunflower15860090. you got to get a better handle, my guy. What's going on there? <laughs> There's got to be something not saying. That's like when you type in, like, imagine if I typed in on YouTube Lawrence and it was like, we don't have Lawrence, but we have... Mr. Lawrence YouTube seven oh seven seven two one. Yeah, you, you gotta work on that. Um but power to you. Uh, I haven't seen the episode in a while, but I do remember wondering how everyone was just looking straight at the sun without being blinded. It's a good point. They the, all their eyes would just burn out immediately. That's true. When they say in the beginning of the episode, they say before we crash into the sun. Yeah. Do they mean like physically collide with the sun's surface? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Because they'd be I'd be I've, dead like four hours before this <laughs> happened, surely. I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt. Like, they mean, like, the point of no return. Where, like, I see. Okay, fine. It, it, they'll just burn up or whatever. <laughs> okay. So, the point where the shields will no longer work or whatever. Fine. Like, okay. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll accept that. What, was, what, what were they saying? Uh, how can they, like, uh, how everyone was just looking straight at the sun without being blinded? Uh, apparently it was cold on set, so that might have helped. <laughs> well, that's nothing, is it? I don't know. It's not to. Yeah, there was a filter on the glass or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Don't just don't worry about it too much. Sometimes. And the the people that did get the full blast of the sun died. So I'm, well, I'm willing yeah. to. That's true. That's true. Um, burn with me. Uh, and then Greg Cactus Face at G Cactus Face said, "I like the bit where the seven guy secretly wasn't racist, but I think that Moneyball is the much better movie about the sport." You have to give me that one again. <laughs> What? <laughs> I like the bit where the southern guy secretly wasn't racist, but I think that Moneyball is the much better movie about the sport. What I think has happened here is I think there might be like a movie called 42 or something, like a sport movie, and oh, Greg has done a joke, you see. I was going to say, is this contingent on me having seen Moneyball? Yeah, maybe. Because I, <laughs> I haven't seen I'll Moneyball. I'll be honest with you, Greg. Neither of us have seen either Moneyball or maybe this movie 42, okay? <laughs> so, Greg, but to people who have, I'm sure it's a great joke. <laughs> I, Greg, I challenge you, until we admit that we have both seen Moneyball and this movie that may or may not exist, tweet every week about this. No, don't tweet do tweet every <laughs> single week about this comparison. Don't do that. No, you don't have to do that, Greg. <laughs> 
I feel um, terrible. That feels like a really good reference that like someone has waited a while to drop. You know what? I'm gonna look it up. All right. Yeah, you're worth this, Greg. <laughs> yeah, 42 movie. Ah, 40, so that's Chadwick Boseman. R.I.P. R.I.P. Uh, fuck off, Wikipedia. Do you know what? I hate that. You go on Wikipedia and it's like, give us money. No. <laughs> give me your services for free. <laughs> yeah. 42 is a 2013 American biographical sports film about baseball player Jackie Robinson. There we uh, are. The first black athlete to play in Major League Baseball during the modern era. Interesting. Okay. Maybe we'll give us a watch on another happy pod. There you go. It's unlikely, though, isn't it? <laughs> it's unlikely, but you never know. <laughs> Maybe we will. So there we go. So that this is what Greg was referencing. Good stuff, Greg. I'm it's glad that we took the time to figure that out. And that, I'll give you that. Now, now that we have fully all explained the joke, it is a good one. Uh, 7.5 out of 10 on IMDb. I think that Chadwick deserves better. 68% liked this film, according to Google. 81% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, very good and you know useful what? I'm going to watch that tonight. I'm not. No, you're, no, you're not. You're going to watch Catching Fire <laughs> yeah, tonight. Yeah, that's true. I'm going to watch The Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anything else? Any other tweets? Um, No, but I do have one thing to tell you, Lawrence. Interesting. Weirdo of the Week! This is everyone's favourite segment of the show where we get to take a chance and look back at some of the weird and wonderful and grubby little characters who come across our screens each and every single week. Uh, and this week, Lawrence, you are going to tell us all about your weirdo and who is that. Fantastic. Right, the announcement has <laughs> just... nine reference. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, true. Um, the announcement has just rung out across the ship that there is something wrong with the main sun guy. Ooh. So the, the captain has just gone over the intercom. You get some uh, cycling through a shot, a few shots of like people registering the announcement. One of those is, Ooh. you know, the bald guy, the second guy that turns into the other sun person. Yeah. He hears this announcement. Yeah. And he is just on a scooter. <laughs> is he? I'm not joking. Like a razor scooter? Just a regular scooter. Oh wow! Like like a child's metals, you know the ones you like you smash your ankle in with. Yeah, a razor scooter. Yeah, is that what they're called? Yeah, that's what they're called. What? Yeah, he's just on one, one of the ones that spins around. Yeah, 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 yeah. I fully thought I was wrong, and at first I thought maybe it's like because I just it's only the handle that's in frame. Okay. So it's a bit like ambiguous at first, and I I genuinely took it back about four times. Okay. I was like, I need to get to the bottom of this because this is a weirdo if ever I've seen one. Yeah. Right. And you never see the scooting aspect. However, when the shot begins on him, and I'm breaking this down frame by frame, he is gliding forward. He then stops, and you see him very kind of abruptly come to a halt, and you get the impression from his upper body that he is motioning in a way that is slowing down a moving thing that he was stood on. The handle is that of a scooter. There is no two ways about it. I have to see. I have to see you, this. You do, you do. I need, I can't. I should have wrote the time code down for you. You should have. Um, hold on, let me log into BBC iPlayer. Holy shit, you're right. <laughs> 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 oh, 
way. No fucking way. <laughs> oh, no, I told you. I told again. you. He's on a scooter. I'm going to see that again. What the fuck? Oh, he's fully on a scooter. <laughs> what the fuck? It's so random, isn't it? It's so random and out of place. Why is my guy on a scooter? Do you see what I mean? Like, I feel like it was tried to be hidden. Like, I feel like they didn't want it in there, but there's no mistake in it. He is on a scooter. (laughs) That's so insane. Oh, my God. (laughs) Wow. Very good. It's a good spot. I was over the moon when I saw that. That is a very good spot. Yeah. I'll give you that. Nathan, who the devil is your weirdo of the week? I don't know, Lawrence. <laughs> I don't know. Would you like an, an exception because you're on holiday? Um, no. I will say that my weirdo uh, for this week is... Come on, you got this. You got this in the bag. Um, it's No, my weirdo for this week is the sun for being alive. Don't do that. Just be a sun. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's true. No one suspected it. Yeah, don't be alive. Just be a sun and just yeah. produce heat for us. And it would have been easy. But not yeah, too much. It, yeah, just just enough. <laughs> yeah. Keep yourself at a nice tepid temperature. Yeah. It's true. If the sun wasn't alive, this wouldn't have been a problem. Yeah, really, this is all the sun's fault. <laughs> yes. The sun is the real villain of the piece. <laughs> and not just the exploited victim. <laughs> yeah. Who has been, like, mined for fuel. (laughs) Exactly. All right, fine. I'll take the sun being the weirdo. Um, Go and watch Sunshine. Look at that. 42 minutes. We did it. (laughs) It's not true. No, we didn't. We definitely did it. If by some, like, if by some, like, miracle I got bored and, like, trimmed this episode to be exactly 42 minutes, just know that the raw recording length is over an hour. Hello, everyone. Editing Lawrence here. I did not get bored enough to cut this exact, uh, the, the, the episode's exact timing down to 42 minutes. That would be insane, but I also would have had to cut out too many fucking fantastic insights, if I do say so myself. We're not in the market of depriving you uh, what we think you, as a devoted audience, deserve. Um, this has nothing to do with the fact that the episode comes out in an hour. Absolutely nothing to do with that. Quite frankly, that's rude of you for, for thinking so. Uh, Nathan, have you had a fun time recording this? I've had a very fun time, and I'm going to have a fun time when we record tomorrow whilst I'm on holiday. Yes, oh my God, I forgot. <laughs> I've got to do that. Oh, one half of a two-parter. I know. And then a break. Yeah. And it's like, it's that two-parter. It's the good that? two-parter. It's one don't of the best two-parters. Don't say that, Lawrence, no spoilers. <laughs> oh, sorry, 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 sorry. It sucks, and I don't <laughs> like it. No, no spoilers either way. I am indifferent to this episode. Sit on a fence, as you often do. It's true. Um, Lawrence. You don't normally do this bit. Let me take that from you. Yeah, you do that. (laughs) Let me take that and unburden you of this pressure. Nathan, we have had an absolutely delightful time recording this episode of Still Got Legs. Um, And funnily enough, if you were to mosey on over to Twitter and would type in Still Got Legs and then add the word pod onto that search, you would likely find our Twitter handle which is where you can engage uh, with us. Nathan often tweets out before the episodes, as you've probably just heard. 
Uh, and we, we, you know, we can read out your little thoughts and your opinions. Um, you can share the show. That would be much appreciated. Uh, let other people know what's going on. New era of Doctor Who up and coming. So we're just taking a gander over uh, everything Doctor Who up until that point. Um, and we're having a wicked time on the rewatch. If you're enjoying as well, give us a little review. We like a five-star review. It really helps to push the show out. Um, and also, you can... Remind me what I normally say as the third thing. There's a third thing here. I've told him to review. I've told him to follow on Twitter. Another happy pod. That's right. <clears throat> Tell us about it, Nathan. <laughs> I just couldn't remember where I left it, so I can't you even said, try and, and say it. And you said, and as always, you can... And as always, you can... Listen to our other podcast, which oh, is yes. called uh, Another Happy Pod. Uh, it comes out every Friday at 10 a.m. Uh, um, and this week, wh- what is this week? Where oh, are fuck. we? Fuck, I have no idea. No, um, me neither. We did something. We talked about something. We did it's probably about Hunger something. Games. I think, right, so let's work this out. It was at least a Hunger Game. This movie. will be out next Monday, which means. So yeah, Hunger Games because Hunger Games is Friday. Yeah. Yeah. So last episode we did was the Hunger Games. The next episode we did is the Hunger Games, but the next one. So (laughs) (laughs) listen to that. That's the one where everyone learned to catch fire. (laughs) Maybe. Which would have come in handy in the first Hunger Games, as there is quite a fiery obstacle to overcome. That being a storm of fire. (laughs) It's time for bed. Not for me. I'm going to go watch The Hunger Games. Oh, wowee. Star, good stuff. You need. You, I always just need you to bring the theme in earlier here. Like, I cannot fill this space. Goodbye, everyone. Please. I refuse. <laughs> Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.